the eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and satisfy the needs of every living creature. May I speak to you in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In St. Matthew's Gospel this morning, we find Jesus grieving, and not for the last time. Here, Jesus has just heard about the death, the execution of John the Baptist, his friend and relative, the one who baptized him and first announced his coming. News has reached Jesus that Herod, the ruler of Galilee, has had John put to death as some sick present for his wife's daughter, and Jesus just wants to be alone. So he tries. He seeks out a deserted place, but even there, the crowds that have been following him find him, and he can't help himself but have compassion and heal the sick among them. And he stays out all day to do it. This is the context of a story that is likely familiar to most of us. Jesus feeding the 5,000, one of his greatest hits. The story shows up in every gospel, and it happens twice in Matthew and in Mark, the second time with 4,000 people. Because this is such a familiar story to us, it can be easy to miss some of these details, like the fact that Jesus is sad and overworked and likely exhausted when he performs this great miracle. But the hour is growing late and the people are hungry. So Jesus does what he must. He takes what little they have, five loaves of bread and two fish, and he gets everyone to sit down. And he takes the bread and he blesses it and he breaks it and he gives it to them. Does this sound familiar? This is not just Jesus feeding more than 5,000 people, although it is that. But this is also a foretaste of that meal with his disciples on the night before he dies, when again he takes bread and blesses it and breaks it and gives it to them. And this time says, this is my body broken for you. A foretaste of that heavenly banquet in God's kingdom where Jesus himself is the meal, where his body and blood poured out for all feeds 5,000 and 5,000 more and 5,000 more, where all people are fed. A foretaste there in that once deserted place where everyone in the crowd eats and is filled 
and there are 12 whole baskets of leftovers. We are given a foretaste too of that heavenly banquet. Each time we take and bless and break and give the bread of heaven in the Holy Eucharist. When just like on that day long ago, he takes what little we have to give, just some bread and just some wine, and in return gives us his very body and blood, a pledge of our salvation, a foretaste of that banquet. But friends, you don't need me to tell you that we're not doing that right now. And while I believe wholeheartedly in the power of our ability to make acts of spiritual communion wherever we find ourselves, it's a little less clear to me that we are all sitting down on the grass right now and feeding together from his generous outstretched hand a miracle from just a little bread and a little fish, a sacred meal from some bread and some wine. But we can't even do that right now, safely in the way that we believe he's taught us to, although every one of us is working hard to figure out how we might. I can't help but feel that we're learning just how little we have to give right now. And this pandemic is teaching us just how fragile what we do have is. And how long as a nation and a world, many of us have been blind to just how little the most vulnerable of our neighbors have. Just how thin the safety nets are. Jesus, your people need food. Sweet Jesus, your people are hungry and unemployed and sick and dying. There's another detail in this story that's easy to miss or skip over, or at least I do sometimes. It's the interaction between Jesus and his disciples. Jesus, it's late. These people are hungry. It's time to go, they seem to say. You give them something to eat, he tells them. How are we going to do that, is the reply. It's been a long day for Jesus. He still hasn't gotten that alone time, and I can only imagine him here like a tired parent or teacher. They've come to him with a problem. He's told them what to do about it, and they just immediately come right back at him with an excuse. But it's late, and the people are hungry. So Jesus does what he must. Like the first disciples, we fail to get it. We fail to give what we have, to see all that we do have, 
Our imaginations fail us. We fail each other. We come to him again and again. Your people are hungry and we don't know what to do. Jesus' human body, just like ours, may have grown tired and weary. That body will die, just like ours. And our own stubbornness and failure of imagination may tire him reigning in glory even today. But this I believe. The grace of God in Jesus Christ is inexhaustible. And he is always there, ready to bless and heal and feed, even when, perhaps especially when, his followers cannot or will not. We fail, but he will not. Jesus answers our excuses by doing what he must, by giving his very self, tired and weary though he may be, over and over and over again, in a miraculous meal of some bread and fish, in a sermon on a mount, on a cross outside Jerusalem, in just a little bread and a little wine. Jesus answers our excuses with a body taken and blessed and broken and given. And he answers them with a command. You give them something to eat. You do this in remembrance of me. You go proclaim the good news, cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. St. Matthew's gospel ends with just such a commission. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I'm with you always. Just go do it. And like a good parent or teacher, when we fail to do what he has commanded, Jesus is right there, ready to pick us up and set us back on our feet. Even now, friends, when life is more difficult than it maybe ever has been, when we can't do the things we're used to, know that Jesus will still feed you if you but sit down on the grass and give him what little you have. And in this hungry world, don't be surprised when you hear him say to you, you give them something to eat. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.